Good evening to each and every one of you who is listening tonight. Welcome to yet another session uh, of Bible study. Um, today I was just impressed with with this you know topic um, and in this particular message. I saw this verse yesterday and it just drew my eyes uh, so much so that the theme or the topic for today is what is purity the scripture for consideration is found in psalms 119 verse 9 how can a young person stay on the path of purity by living according to your word let me reread that how can a young person stay on the path of purity by living according to your word may the good lord bless the ringing of his word now and forever amen let us just pray before we start Holy Lord, we thank you for once again bringing us to this place. Give us an opportunity to go through your word. May you please speak to us um, so that we may be able to hear the words that you have in store for us through your your word. Also, may you please be with me, uh, use me, and remove all distractions, Lord, so that I'm able to communicate clearly to your children what you have prepared in Jesus name I pray amen so when when i read the text uh for today it seems to me that the psalmist seems to like be concerned um by that's why he he poses this question it, it seems to me that he knows that the path of purity is not an easy one to stay on and so there needs to be something that that needs to be done so that one remains on this path because it might be easy for one to go off course if they do not do what they need to do to remain on this path and i guess we will discover this verse more and more but it was very interesting to me which which led me to to wanting to discover more of this question of what exactly is purity, you know? And when I read the dictionary, you know, um, it gave me two interesting definitions, which I really loved. Um, the first one says, it's, it's freedom from contamination. It's freedom from contamination. It's cleanness, essentially. And then the other one says, it's freedom from immorality. Um, and... Basically, another word is virtuousness. Now, I, I loved these, these, you know, definitions, you know, because it gives an implication that purity, since purity is freedom, that means when we're impure, there is something holding us hostage. When we're impure, there is something that, that makes us subservient to it. Because you can only be free from what is holding you hostage. You can only be free from what is perhaps, you know, I don't know, is your master, um, is, is, has, has made you its servant. Uh, you can only be free from what does not serve you in any way, does not benefit you, you know. And so when we are impure, we are in bondage. When we are impure, there is something that is 
holding us. There are these chains that are that are that are holding us. And so essentially when you look at the the the, the second definition that means it is immorality that that contaminates it is immorality that dirties us that makes us unclean it is immorality that 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 keeps us hostage that makes us hostage that makes us subservient to it and it is only the purity that you are able to break free from those chains it is no no it is not through purity that we are, we break from these chains but purity is a result of you being free from immorality purity is a result of of you no longer being held hostage purity is a result of you no longer being subservient to immorality i don't know if that makes sense you know and obviously when we look at immorality it is wickedness um it is a quality of 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 wickedness and when you look at purity purity is cleanness it is associated with cleanness when you look at some 51 verse 10 it says create in me a, a, a pure heart another version says a clean heart so so you can see that purity is associated with that which is new with that which is is clean you know um and so purity is 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 the opposite of that which is contaminated purity is opposite for of of, of which um is dirty essentially you know um and and when you continue using this i guess definition as the root of 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 this thread you know we we have to then look at what is it that is contaminated ini lena isngcolisayo what is contaminating us um or, or or perhaps let me say before i i look at what contaminates us we need to look at um what is it that is contaminated in the first place when we are impure what is it that is dirty within us and you have to look at matthew chapter 15 verse 11 let's read matthew chapter 15 verse 11 it says draw your sword matthew 15 verse 11 when i get there please say amen <laughs> um what goes into someone's mouth does not defile them but what comes out of their mouth that is what defiles them so so obviously defile and contaminate is is is, is almost the, the same word you know um in another versions that's that's what you get um so 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 basically this verse is saying that what comes out of your mouth that is what contaminates that is what defiles and so and so basically um the words you speak those can contaminate those are, 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 are can reflect your 
your state of contamination, which is inside. When you, when, when, when doctors often say that when you've got breath that stinks, um, it's often a, a result or an indication that there's something wrong in, internally. And so this is just, your, your breath then is, is something that is telling us what to know. There's something, something's off inside. And so essentially, um, the words that we speak, the tongue, um, can sometimes reflect the, the, the contamination that is within us. What comes out of our mouth, the evil that can come out of our mouth, that can be an indication or that can be an indication with it. I am contaminated. I am impure inside of me. And, and, and when you look at James 3, it talks about the power of the tongue. It talks about how, um, how the damage that the tongue can do. When you look at particularly James 3 verse, verses 8, it says that, But no human being can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil, full of deadly poison. Yo, so, so the tongue has the potential to, to, to poison and poison kills, poison destroys. And so when there is contamination inside, the result of the, the, the tongue then produces, uh, bears the fruits of, of what is inside. And so the words you speak then destroy the words you speak, then become deadly. Then you wonder why many people have sharp tongues, tongues that just destroy left, right, and center. We are give away. Left, right, and center, we are give, we are give, we are give, and people get hurt. People get hurt. People are destroyed by your tongue. That your tongue is a reflection of the contamination within you of the impurity that lies within you. And when you look at, at, at just at destroying or poison, it's, it's not just saying what you say uh, is something that are, are, are terrible things in a sense that they, they, they destroy people um, or they words which, um, how can I put this, words which are vengeful or words which are used to fight and things like that sometimes it can be words which sound sweet you know like the bible says uh, that um, isaiah i think ate a scroll tasted sweet but in the stomach it was bitter so it can be that your words are just sweet and everything and all that but they are poison poison because of it of their content and, and, and I'm here talking about sexual immorality, particularly, whereby you can, you can say, you can, you can say the nicest things, you know, can, you know, flirt and things like that, it'll make someone feel good. But the words that you speak are poisoned because of the result that they, they lead to, either leading you to commit acts of sexual immorality or leading um, 
someone to, to perverse thoughts. And so that's how your tongue can be poisoned as a result of the contamination that is within you. So, so the tongue reveals this contamination, you know. But the, the thing that is contaminated, it is obviously the heart. Proverbs 4 verse 23. Proverbs 4 verse 23. Maybe I should have made it more suspenseful and, like, and be like, but what is it that is contaminated? Let's read Proverbs 4 verse 23. And which says, Above all else, guard your heart. From everything, for everything you do flows from it. Let me read it again. Above all else, guard your heart. For everything that you do flows from it. So essentially, the things we say, the things we think, the things that we Every resulting action, the cause of it is our hearts. It starts from our hearts. And so when we, when we do things that are evil, when we say things that are evil, when the things that we do and things that we say are poison, they destroy and things like that, it, 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 all of it comes from the heart. And that means that the heart is then what is what has been contaminated what has been affected and so iona ikizio it is the heart that is then impure and as a result of its impurity everything else then shows it's the bible says by their fruits you shall know them so it is, the fruits reveal the seed that is inside. The fruits reveal what has been planted inside. And so when our hearts are contaminated, what we do, what we say, reflect the condition of our hearts. And, and, and basically, the, the Bible uses heart... Um, as, as, as a way of, it's basically your mind, you know, because the heart does not think and things like that. But, but the, the Bible uses the, the, the word heart simply because it, it wants to demonstrate because the heart is, is associated with love, you know, it's associated with desire and things like that, you know. So, so, so basically, um, that's why the Bible often uses this, that, you know, the heart is deceitful. What, what you want, what you desire, uh, being led by, by this heart deceives you, you know. It, it, from it can come things that are evil and things like that. So, so it's basically talking about things that you cherish, things that you, you desire, things that you, you love. And so when your heart is contaminated, even the things that you want, the things that you seek, the things that you, you desire, that you love, would be evil because of this contaminated heart. I don't know if you're still with me or I'm, I'm hitting too close. 
to home. Um, but I, I pray that the Holy Spirit is just speaking to you right now. Um, so, so then we have to ask ourselves then that what is it that makes us impure? What is it that contaminates us? I have to just say one thing. When you, when you, you know, look at contaminated water, um, sometimes contaminated water is not necessarily like visible. You can't sometimes like tell the difference between the contaminated water and, and normal water. Um, and so sometimes you will not be able to visibly see that I'm contaminated. We look the same, you know, we all look the same. We, we, some of us look good, we dress good and things like that, you know. Um, and, and so you look at us and you're, you, you are taken by us. Uh, you are attracted to us and not even in that sense, but like you're drawn to us and things like that because you see clean water when you look at us. We come to church, we do the right things, you know, we, we, we say the right things, but you do not know the state or conditions of our hearts because you judge us by how you look at us. And God says that I do not look as men look, you guys look at the outside appearance and you make your conclusions, but I look at the heart. I look at the condition of the heart. And so you can look good. You can say the right things. You can do the right things and not, and your contamination may not be visible to the outside world. But let me tell you something, even though you cannot tell just by looking at what has been contaminated, the effects of it are, are clearly visible. Water that is contaminated is water that can kill, is water that can make you sick. And so even though you may not be able to look the part of contamination, what you do, what you say, what you think, the effects will, will, will show and reveal that there is some contamination inside that you are contaminated and so don't rely on what you see examine the condition of your heart look at the results of your actions look at the intentions of your heart the your desires so that you can clearly see the condition of your heart ask god to reveal to you how deeply contaminated your heart is so that you may recognize your state or the state or condition of your heart. Don't be fooled by what you see. So what, what, when you look at water, you know, what, what usually contaminates water, there are a few factors. Sometimes, you know, what, what usually contaminates waters, uh, things that on the surface, you know, things that the water comes in contact with, like chemicals, uh, things that are dangerous, you know, and all of that is, 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 is influenced or impacted by the environment that the water is in, you know. There are many places which were, which there was mining and things like that, which, whereby the water became contaminated 
because the the of of where the water was you know the environment that the water was around that that basically just changed that the content of the water and and contaminated it so it it was the environment where the water is around it is what enters the surface of the water what makes it dirty you know it, it is that that makes it dirty so so what it comes into contact with and then number 3 um something that is interesting when you look at the the dead sea dead sea is is highly there's a word there's a word ah, i forgot it but it contains large number of 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 uh, large volume of 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 salt and um nothing can live you know um in the dead sea they there's no like wildlife and things like that they they die when they they get there um and it is simply because there is no outflow you know um the water just stays in one place this 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 this, this water that has salt it, it stays in one place um and and has no way of of being poured out um and they there is no clean water uh fresh water that comes in as well and so it it just stays like that and it becomes unhabitable essentially and it kills everything that is that is inside of it i hope i explained that well if i didn't um i didn't do biology um yeah i just read this found it interesting uh but those who know know just go google it yourself but i hope the the point um is, is made so so you look at this the environment what enters the the surface of the water and also when there is no outflow or, or intake of of what is clean so so as christians that was what contaminates water when you look at this and you put it in contrast with us as christians what then contaminates us first of all like the water it is the environment by environment where we are and the people who are around us first corinthians 15 verse 33 common verse says that let me just try and read it first corinthians 15 verse 33 throw your sword come on all right do not be misled bad company corrupts good character bad company does what it corrupts you can even say it contaminates good character so the people that are around you have the effect of contaminating psalms chapter 1 another famous um chapter okay Okay, my Bible is old, so the pages are stuck together. It says, verse one says, "Blessed is the one who does not walk in the step of the wicked, or stand in the way that the sinners take, or sit in the company of mockers." It says the one who does not associate or does not sit in the same place, or in the company around those who are wicked, around this bad company that First Corinthians is talking about. That person is blessed. 
which means that the one who is, you know, who is around this bad company, who sits in the company of wicked people, that person is then cursed. Because bad company corrupts. Where you, where you choose to, 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 to sit, where the company you choose to keep has an effect, has a, can, can have a contaminating effect on you as a young Christian. And if you remember in Genesis chapter 6, verse 1 to 3, it's a Bible study, so I'm going to read. I'm going to read the verses. It says, when the human beings began, no, not when the human beings, when human beings began to increase in number on the earth and daughters were born to them, the sons of God saw that the daughters of humans were beautiful and they married any of them that they chose. Okay, yeah, and they will marry any of them they chose. And so, afterwards, verse 4, it says, When the sons of, daughter, uh, sons of God went to the daughters of, of humans and had children of them, they were the heroes of old, men of renown. Then the Lord saw how great the wickedness of human race, verse 5, had become on the earth. And every inclination of the thoughts of the human hearts was evil, was only evil all the time. So you can see the sons of God, the good people with good character, went and associated themselves with bad company. And what happened? The bad company contaminated them. And so then they then, their hearts were contaminated and so their thoughts became evil. Their desires became evil. And wickedness spread around the earth at that time. And so our environment, the choice of association is so important. Because who we choose to associate ourselves with can either have a contaminating effect or the opposite. So we need to be careful of the environments that we are in. So that's number one. Number two, what contaminates us? Remember the water? It's what touches the surface of the water, what enters the surface of the water. So what we intake or allow into our bodies, into our hearts, that has a contaminating effect. If you read 1 Corinthians 6 verse 18, talking about... Um, the body is a temple that the chapter the chapter verse verses 18 particularly says that flee from sexual immorality all other sins a person commits are outside the body but whoever sins sexually sins against their own body so sexual sexual immorality is is a sin against your own body you are dirtying yourself you are impurifying yourself you are contaminating yourself. Leviticus 21 verse 9 drives this point home. It says, if a priest's daughter defiles herself, if a priest's daughter contaminates herself by being a prostitute, then it continues, so on and so forth. And so sexual immorality has a contaminating effect. It impurifies us, 
dirty with us. Second Samuel chapter 11 verse 2. David is on the rooftop. What does he do? He's looking then, oh, he sees a woman bathing naked. And so what he saw led to some thoughts. And so it was the eyes. What he looked at, what he chose to behold. That had a contaminating effect in his heart. And so what you see, what you watch, what you choose to behold, that can also have a contaminating effect on you. What you look at on social media, what, you dis- what videos you decide to watch on YouTube, the series you watch on Netflix, Showmax, whatever it is, those things have a contaminating effect on you. That's why Jesus says, if your eye causes you to sin, pluck it out. Because the eye can lead to sin. Because what you, what you see, I, I don't know if it's a verse or the spirit of prophecy, it says, as you behold, you become. <laughs> so what you look at can easily transform and change your character. That's why when we behold Christ, we become more like him. But when we behold other things that are far from Christ, we become like those things. Those things have a contaminating effect on us. So sexual immorality, you know, what we what we see, our eyes, what we what we choose to behold. And then third, if you read Numbers chapter 19, verse 13. It says, If they fail to purify themselves after touching a human corpse, then it goes on and on and all. But, but, but here, essentially, people became unclean after touching a human corpse. And so, what you touch can also make you unclean you know so so be careful what you touch be careful where you place your hands don't just think what i'm not doing thing, anything i'm just touching no be careful what you touch because what you touch can lead to some thoughts what you touch can can lead to, to, to evil desires and can have a contaminating effect on you. And then thirdly, what can contaminate us, like the Dead Sea, is when what, what we have, what we've intaken, all the evil things that we've seen, of listen to and things like that, all those things are sitting just in our hearts, and they do not flow out. We do not, we do not detox ourselves, and more so, we do not intake that which is clean. That's how 
We become contaminated. That's how we stay contaminated. Whereby we do not detox ourselves by intaking that which is clean. Instead, we keep stored in us those things that have contaminated us. If we do not intake what is clean, then we'll forever remain with this contamination that is inside of us. If you, if you, there was a story, not a story, but like I read somewhere that, I don't know if it's a well or, 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 or it was water which was contaminated, you know, dirty water and everything. And to, to, to clean it out, to clean out this dirty water, they took clean water, they poured it onto this dirty water. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm not, this is not accurate, you know, but they, they kept on like pouring the clean water, pouring, pouring the clean water until the dirty water became clean. And so the contamination was ended through basically being detoxed, you know, by, by the clean water. So that which is clean can remove that which is dirty. But you have to keep on pouring that is clean. You have to keep on pouring that is intaking that which is clean so that it flushes out that which has contaminated us. And what is that that is clean? Matthew chapter 4 verse 4. Man cannot live on bread alone, but by the word of God. Remember, that which is dirty, that which contaminates, can kill, can destroy. And so if Christ says that the word of God is something that we can live on, that means the word of God brings life. That means the word of God, instead of um, being having a contaminating effect, it has an effect of cleaning us, of purifying us, of giving us life. And so when we have been contaminated, we need to read the word of God. Intake the word of God. I was just going to end here, but I think um, it, it's better that we have some sort of conclusion that, that has some sort of practicality. That we need to read the word of God every single day. Every single day so that we may detox. So that we may intake this um what is clean to flush out what has been what is contaminated not just that but so that we may stay on this path of purity as that verse had said and there's something that is interesting i i talked about touching i said that what you touch can lead to uncleanliness ah come on now what you touch can lead to uncleanliness it, but it depends on what you touch. It depends on who you touch. But my Bible tells me. Hey, come on now. I don't know which verse. Um, I thought I would just find it easily. But my Bible tells me of a woman who was afflicted with a condition of blood for 12 years. 12 long years. This woman was afflicted with this condition of blood. Everywhere she went, she did not get any help. But one day, 
she got close enough to the Savior. She got close enough to Jesus. And when she touched the hem of his garment, she was dirty before. Her blood conditioned to her. She was unclean. Ah, She was dirty. She was unclean. She had a condition. She was contaminated. The Bible uses the word unclean. But when she touched the hem of his garment, when she touched the hem of Jesus' garment, something changed inside of her. The condition of contamination immediately ceased. The condition of contamination stopped and she became well and she became clean. When she touched the hem of his garment, she became pure again. So I'm here to tell you today to touch the hem of Jesus' garment. Yes, you might have watched things, seen things, touched things, did things, spoken things that have contaminated you. But today, you can be made pure. Just by touching Christ. Get close to him. Touch him. Read his word to detox. Flush out the contamination. Touch the hem of his garment. So that you can be made well. And beyond that. Behold him. Instead of looking at the other things outside of your rooftop, instead of looking down or across, look up. Look up at him. Because as you behold, you will become like him. Your character will reflect his character. How can a young man stay pure? living according to his word that's interesting one day we'll explore that but i just love this i love this that we have an option of being pure just by being close to jesus by avoiding the things of the world bad environments things like that sticking close to christ Bible says, Spirit of Prophecy, rather, says that Enoch began to reflect the glory of Christ because he he was spending most of his time with him, all of his time, daily. So that's a challenge to you today. In order for you to remain pure, stay close. Stay close to Jesus. And uh, yeah, be careful little eyes what you see. Be careful little ears what you listen to. Hands what you touch. Feet where you walk. I think that that, that song is very relevant to us. Let us pray um, as we end off this Bible study session. Lord, thank you so much. Thank you so much for revealing yourself to us. And for, man, for, for just... Helping us to discover 
this great truth. We might have been contaminated by everything that we've been intaking, things we've touched, watched, and said, uh, listened to. But Lord, we we just ask that you detox us, that you allow us to touch you so that we may be made clean and well. Thank you, Lord, for your love and mercy. Touch everyone who has listened to this and impress them so that they can be more like you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you very much, guys. See you next time on Bible Study. Good night and God bless.